This is a Rooster Teeth production. Come in, come in. Plenty of chairs in the stinky dragon. Here, have a zesty zombie with an extra twist of lemon. Let's see. Last time our adventurers met up with Mayor Prattle in the Infinite HQ. They learned the Infinites were taken, and there is a key witness in the wind. Someone named Dr. <coughs> Ooh, pardon me. Anyway, the mayor suddenly vanished, but our interns are in hot pursuit in a cold hall filled with puzzle and rooms. Time is of the essence. Will they reach the mayor and find this doctor in time? Settle in. Let's continue our tale. Let's go to the coffee door, coffee cup door. Yeah, you're going to the coffee mug, which is the the final room on the right side. This is the third room on the right side. Bud's very excited about this room. The brew. This is your room, bud. This is my room. An orange glow from a waterfall of lava casts shadows across a black craggy cavern. Mud doesn't like this room. A large obsidian table stands in the center equipped with several containers filled with powders and liquids. A tiny red dragon wearing a leather apron lies on the table near a bowl of brown powder. You hear the faintest. <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> it's sleeping. Oh, guy's got sleep apnea. He's adorable. Look at him. He's a little dragon with an apron. Uh, does, who's 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 got some some stealthy skills? They want to approach the sleeping dragon. I'm pretty stealthy. I could do it. I have oh, good stealth. Um, <laughs> okay, gum, gum. apparently everybody. I got plus four. Gum, gum just yelled it though. <laughs> oh, okay. The the tiny little dragon stirs. He rubs his eyes and looks at you all. And in common, he asks, "Who are you guys?" We are the Infinite Interns, and we're here to rescue some folks. Who might you be, tiny Mayprint uh, dragon? I'm Duncan. <gasps> Is your last name Donuts by any chance? <laughs> Duncan Dragon. Oh, I'm just so sleepy. I'm trying to concoct a potion to help me stay awake. Perhaps delicious coffee, maybe a pour over could help. Oh, damn it. I wasn't paying attention to that guy doing the pour over. I don't remember how he did it. <laughs> Do you know how to craft such elixirs? Uh, I think I could give it a go, guys, if you guys trust me. Do you trust me? Is is there any chance that Kyborg was a barista in his earlier <laughs> position? <laughs> uh, Duncan Duncan looks at you and says, Why don't you teach me how to make this this potion? Well, you got it. Uh, let me see. Bart really liked the way that uh, Mud said barista. And so he just <laughs> keeps repeating, going, barista, 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 barista. <laughs> so... I don't remember the exact order. I do know how to make a pour over. So you, you boil the water, okay? Ooh. Yeah, uh-huh. and then you uh, you have these grounds, these coffee grounds in a little cone filter over the receptacle, right? Mm-hmm. He's, he's watching you, your hands very intently. Okay, and then you take the boiled water and then you pour it over the grounds. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then this magical elixir comes out into the receptacle cup. Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. There's your coffee, sir. Please tip your waitresses and waiters. <laughs> there you go, Duncan. Mud rushes forward and puts some dirt in it. 
Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. I say, I say, one, uh, one latte for Duncan. One latte for Duncan. He starts uh, reaching uh, in your direction. Right here. Mud throws dirt in it. Oh God damn it! Uh, there you go, Duncan. Duncan scowls at you and growls. He uh, grabs it with both of his little hands, takes a deep whiff of it, then takes a sip, and everything in the room vanishes, leaving the room empty and made of stone. Yay! It worked. Great job, guys. Uh, by the way, you nailed it. I didn't even make you roll because you remembered the instructions. Oh. Guys, oh. I'm, I listen real good. Barista, barista, barista. <laughs> barista, barista. <laughs> okay, so you guys just left Duncan. You got three torches lit outside of the door at the end of this great hall you're in. You got some spikes lowering uh, menacingly on you guys. Time seems to be of the essence. Danger is increasing. What are you going to do? Call the Ghostbusters. <laughs> They're busy dealing with a lawsuit from Huey Lewis in the news. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Should we try another door? Besides the great door, uh, or besides the door at the end of the great hall, there are six other doors branching out of the great hall. Y'all have gone into the doors that have the music note, the sock, and the coffee mug, which coincidentally are all of the doors that were on the right side when you came down. So all you have left are the three doors on the left side, which going from closest to the stairs over to closest to the uh, door at the end of the Great Hall are Teddy Bear, Potted Plant, and Broom. Does anybody have any uh, strong feelings about any of these doors? I just want to know who, what's the score. Who's winning? Who's got the most puzzles solved? At this point, the score is the score is 347 for the Dungeon Masters and two for the players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Copy that. Let's, uh, why don't we just go in order? Let's go to Broom first. Go to Broom? All right, let's go get that... Uh, Nimbus 2000. Is this a sweeping generalization? Mm. <laughs> and our entire party wiped. <laughs> the broom door is actually the door closest to the uh, end of the hall uh, by the uh, doors at the end of the hall. I'm fine with the broom one, though, because it looks like we only got one more torch to light up over that yeah, one door. It is, it is closest to where you came out of uh, from the coffee room. Let's do it. This door has an unlit torch and a carving of like a, a broom etched into the door. Can can uh, Mud put his uh, his ear to the door? He's kind of curious what uh, what might be inside that that room. Yeah, roll me. I guess what would that be? Roll me a perception check. Why not? He's a curious little boy. Curious. That's a eighteen. Wow, look at that. That's a that's Ooh. a good roll. Do you have do you have ranks in perception or uh, is that just an excellent? Roll? Yeah, he's actually a very perceptive little boy. A big boy. Uh, plus four on perception. <laughs> Whoa. Um, big big boy's got big ears, you know, helps. Mm, true, true. I'm picturing him like Dumbo now. <laughs> I don't think furballs have like Dumbo ears, but I'm okay <laughs> with, with him canonically having some, some larger uh, lobes. You feel like you do hear something, like maybe the sound of metal banging up against stone. Metal banging stone. So Someone's playing drums in there on, on rocks, I think. Ah, fellow musician, let me in. Can I try to open the door? Yeah, the door does not quite open all the way. It's like it's jammed or barred from the inside. Barred, huh? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you God. walked into that, guys. Could it be barred from the inside, perhaps? Uh. <laughs> Inspiration time? <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to make a good pun for that. <laughs> how'd, you, how'd you inside, if also outside? Oh. So we try to open the door. It doesn't open. It's barred from the inside. How many other doors do we have available to I, us? I think he said it opened a little bit. It opens yeah, a little it opens a little bit, bit, not quite all the way. It's mm-hmm. uh, like jammed or barred. 
is it enough for for one of us to stick our heads through to people? Not quite. It's a, it's only a tiny sliver that it's open. Um, Are there any targets? Because I am a master marksman, and I can <laughs> no. shoot anything. Is that your last name? <laughs> uh, it's actually the mighty. He knows everything about everybody named Mark. <laughs> My father's name is Mark. Um, I think our our marksman should just uh, blindly stick his arm all the way in through the crack to see what happens. You got it, dude! I stick my arm. <laughs> I stick my arm into the thing, and I start fishing around to see what what's in there. I've seen the mummy. I know how this ends. Uh, you can't quite get your entire arm, and you can get some of your fingers and part of your hand, like the uh, the fir- the top half of your hand in there. But it kind of sticks when it gets to your thumb. Like it's really, really a narrow opening. Oh, okay. Oh. Hmm. Do we want do we want to solve the puzzle of the unopening door, or do we want to try another door? I try another door because this broom closet, we, it's it's the janitor's space. We don't need to get into his stuff. I'm surprised that you didn't just want to like run at the door. Blaine, I seem to remember you having a character in the past. I had an obsession with breaking down doors. <laughs> I want to break down this fucking door, guys. <laughs> Why you got to use such no-no words? My eyes just <laughs> rolled to the back of my head. I had a moment where I thought, I used to talk like this. That's then, not how he talks either, want, but that's fine. I want to break down this gosh GD door. All right. Go ahead and roll an athletics check. Athletics, you got it. Oh, plus six. Ugh! 19. Ooh. Ooh, what a roll. Kyborg, you know, kind of loosens up, flexes his muscles a bit, and really puts his shoulder into it presses up against the door and it gives way. He's able to slide it open with uh, seemingly very little effort on his part. He's, uh, he's a pretty beefy boy. Uh, the door opens up and inside is a stone room lit by torches along the walls. From floor to ceiling are stacks of furniture and various household items being organized into six piles around the room. There's two bronze eyeballs with slender arms, legs, and wings walking around the room sweeping up dust. I hate Ikea. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I found an Ikea. <laughs> am I, am I, is Gum Gum, I'm still holding two chairs, aren't I? No, I threw one of them, so I'm only holding one chair. <laughs> what if Mud sits in the chair and then Gum Gum pushes it in and then the chair sorts Mud, so then the rest of the puzzle... <laughs> Why, why is mud? Mud is the largest. Like, what? Do you, how are you going to push this large, large furball? Wait, you're the largest. I'm. A, I'm like. I'm like. Let me see. I'm like nine feet tall. He's pretty oh, big. What? He's beefy. <laughs> I'm little. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Just stand next to Bart. You'll feel Bart. Hard. You're you're up, bud. I think, we, <laughs> I think we put Bart in the chair, and then we see what happens. Okay. In wait, in the chair that mud is I mean that uh dum dum is uh is holding? Dum dum. That's not gum, his gum. name. Gum hey, dum. If you slander my friend mud gum gum one more time. I wasn't saying it in pay. my voice, so it's not in character, okay? Okay, I'll let it pass. <laughs> <laughs> Radical. Alright, uh there's there's you said there's a there's a pair of eyes that with like arms and legs and wings. Yeah, they're like a, a metallic, almost. They look almost maybe like automatons of some kind. Oh, hey, Kyborg, little little robot friend over there. Do you want arm wrestle? <laughs> I have an automaton arm. <laughs> they're holding broomsticks and sweeping up. Seems like they're trying to put the room into order, some kind okay. of order. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to fit in. I'm gonna pick up a broom. Is there any loose brooms around? I'll tell you what. Roll me a d6. D6. You got it. Roll. Boom. 
Two. <laughs> uh, you look around trying to find uh, a broom somewhere near your feet, but all you can really find is a few scraps of fine fabric. It's really too small to do anything with. What's the what are the piles of furniture? You said there's like six piles of furniture. What are they of? It just seems like it's unused furniture. There's chairs, there's some uh like chest of drawers, armoires. I mean, but and then more than that, like tables, tablecloths. I mean, just really just like anything you can imagine being in a house. It's like a storage unit almost for excess um housewares. All right. Mud walks up to the automaton and taps him on the shoulder. It spins around, seemingly not expecting to see you there. Hello. Ah, it roars at you. Arr, I'm a bloodthirsty monster. It, does he have We've teeth? been waiting for some fresh. <laughs> um, what do monsters eat again? Oh, flesh. Yeah, flesh. Yummy. Mm, leave now, or we'll be forced to feast on your flesh. Arr. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really. I'm not really picking up what you're putting down, mate. Uh, what? What's she doing in here? Waiting to eat. Flesh, yes, flesh. Mmm, you're very fleshy. With bro- with brooms. It looks at the broom in its hand. <laughs> ah, my weapon. He brandishes it as if it's a weapon, like a sword. Hmm. Well, uh, listen, uh, Mud. I, I have a feeling this guy's full of shit. So. Uh... <laughs> Straight to the point. Yeah, I think you have a passive inside of like 15, so you can definitely tell something is up with how it's acting. With my with my 25 years of acting uh, experience, uh, I could I could see right through this performance. Oh, all right. Uh, hey, mate, do you want you want to take that again? You want to do another take of that? And action. Monsters, <laughs> vicious with my fangs. I'm still not convinced. This is he's really phoning this performance in. Use your projection voice. You want to get the people in the back of the theater to hear you from oh. the diaphragm. Do you have a diaphragm? Is is down there? You gotta use that. Um, could could it seems you might be uh, sorting furniture and stuff in here? What's what's going on? This is our hoard of treasure from the creatures we have eaten. Leave now, or we'll be forced to feast on your flesh. Oh. Gum Gum holds gives offers the chair that he's holding. Here, oh, the the other uh, automaton who's not speaking to you uh, walks around from behind this one, grabs the chair, and then goes and puts it in a pile. I didn't know there was two in this room. <laughs> You're welcome. Listen, listen, buddies. Looks like you guys are trying to tidy up the place. Well, lucky for you, we are uh, a bunch of strapping young gentlemen who are very capable of cleaning. So is uh, anything we could do to be of assistance? The one who took the chair comes around and says, Organization. And then goes back to work. Okay. Mm. Uh, I want to look around. Are there any chairs or furniture that seems out of place or that have not yet been organized? Make a, what is that? Let's make a perception check. You got it. That was 11. Nothing stands out to you. It all seems, there seems to be no order to the madness. Gum Gum wants to see if he can see anything better. So he goes and stands on one of the chairs. <laughs> like you get on top of the pile yeah. and stand yes. on a chair and yeah. try to try to look around. All right. I guess uh-huh. make me your elevated perception check. Be safe, Gum Gum. And uh, after you make that, make me an athletics check as well. Or <laughs> fall off the chair. <laughs> I want to stand a brace gum gum like a father helping his son ride his bicycle for the first time. You got it, little guy. I got a four. Ooh. I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll say you have uh, advantage for your height there. So go ahead and oh, roll oh. me one more. Fifteen. Fifteen. Not bad, not bad. 
it this just seems like madness to you. There are piles. It's it's almost like looking at a hoarder's house, but it, it doesn't make sense to your mind. Uh, make me a dexterity check. Is this for him getting down from the chair? <laughs> See if he can keep his balance uh, up there. Yeah. 21, a uh, nat oh, 20, 21. Wow, 21 for gum gum. Uh, yeah, you have no problems keeping your balance. Could I surf down one of the chairs? <laughs> sure, Dick, you're gonna have to make another dexterity check. Oh, well, I thought that, that was, was that was just mind. to keep your balance at the top. Oh, too late. You called it. You have to roll it. Yep, roll it. A nat one. <laughs> no, but it's still an eight. Gum Gum seems to be at home, standing on the chair on top of the pile of trash. Then, for some reason, he leans forward and falls face first <laughs> into <laughs> the open arms of uh, Kyborg, who's standing below him, spotting him. Shh, 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 I got you. I got you. It's okay. No fear, oh. no fear. Might approaches the the fake monster one. Okay, so you're a monster. Do you should we should we fight since we're we're both big 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 scary guys? You want you want, is that would that, that make you happy? You have no chance of winning. You should leave now with your flesh. Rawr. Bart is standing on the other side of this monster, uh, waving his hand in the cut it out on his <laughs> neck. <laughs> All right, I got an idea. Okay. Bart goes to grab uh, one of the chairs in the pile and stacks it on another chair that's in a pile. Uh huh. Does anything happen? Like uh -huh. a like a chair on chair action? Yeah. No, no, nothing seems to happen. <laughs> okay, are there any markings in the ground? Gum Gum starts doing the same though with other chairs, just keeps doing it, following Bart's lead. At this point, Bart and Gum Gum are just stacking chairs and furniture into piles? Yes. Okay, so Kyborg, you're looking for the ground, is that what you said? I'm looking just basically for anything that we may have missed. I'm, I'm turning over all the stones. Make a perception check. Oh God, please give me something good. 14. Roll me a d6. What is this d6 he keeps having us roll? All right, I got a, a two again. Number two, it's shit. Hey, you found those same scraps of fabric again. They made a leather? Are they made of leather? No, no, fabric, not leather. Okay. Really right. fine quality, but yeah, really small. <sighs> I, I grab the fabric and I go to the automaton and I say, hey, you want, you want, you want these? <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you go to, the monster one or the cleaning one? Monster one. He, he says, My treasure! Rawr! And he snatches it out of your hand. I, I snatch his broom. I'm getting impatient. <laughs> I snatch his pants, pull him down to his ankles. <laughs> Wait, let me get his broom first. <laughs> he looks at his hands and then looks at you quizzically. He says, My, my weapon! Rawr! <laughs> All right, uh... I don't know what to do anymore, so I'm going to help them organize as well. <laughs> all right. So we have Bart, Gum Gum, and Mud all organizing? Yeah. Okay. Kyborg? I'm just staring at the atomic. Uh, you know what? I'm going to help too. I'm going to organize. Hey, let's all clean up. And then a montage begins. Clean up, clean up, everybody everywhere. Clean up. We got it, Gugum. What are you singing, you simple man? You all remember uh, that there are spikes lowering outside in the Great Hall. Oh um, my God! I, uh, so time may be of the essence here. Uh, we, we believe me, we are trying our best to solve this puzzle. I am so sorry. After uh, you guys begin uh, all cleaning up and organizing the room, everything vanishes and poofs out of existence. <gasps> what? Did it work? Uh, We're dead? Did we die? <laughs> mud, mud walks out to see if a torch lit. No torch is lit. 
What? Okay. Oh, shit. Are the shit, automatons we... still there? No. The room is now empty. I think, I think we screwed up, guys. I think we broke it. I think we broke the room. Let's go back out of the room. Close the door. I'll kick it down. We'll come back in. Act like nothing happened. All right. Is all that right. going to work? <laughs> yeah. Let's make the outside of the room barred again. Yeah. <laughs> so I go outside. I go outside to stand in the hall, and I wait for everybody. And I, I follow. Gum Gum's following. The spikes are lowering ever so slowly, more treacherously. We got plenty of time, guys. We're doing great on Mud, time. Mud is eyeing the door with the teddy bear and really thinking we should just go to the teddy bear. <laughs> well, what, we, what should we do? Should we try to go back in or should we do another room? Open, open the door. I'm curious if it resets. I kick, I, kick, I kick down the door. Boom. Athletics. Here we go. Boom. You kick open the door. There's no resistance this time, though. It just swings open and reveals an empty room. Guys, shocker, I'm super powerful. All right, let's go to the teddy bear room. We screwed up the room. What'd we do? <laughs> I don't know. You took away the guy's broom. That was his life force, man. I guess. All right. No, we just helped clean. I know. That's the that's what we get for helping. Yeah. <laughs> no more helping, okay? No more. Okay. Bear? Teddy bear? Yeah. Uh, Mud walks over and uh, opens the teddy bear door. Or tries. Before we leave. Oh. Uh, uh, Bart takes some uh, dirt that he had in his pocket that he he collects dirt every now and then just to uh, keep himself grounded. Uh, Yikes. He sprinkles some of that dirt in the room that they were just in with the brooms. Oh. Weird. Okay. Does anything happen? It's no. dirty. It's dirty again, guys. <laughs> Anybody? Oh, oh, okay. Oh, no. Uh-oh. No, nothing happened. All right, let's go teddy bear. <laughs> we're trying right. to be smart and we're failing every instance of it. D- Mud, Mud tries to open the door with the teddy bear. The spikes are really starting to get really low. Mm. And right as you open this door, they kind of slam to the ground. Let's see. We're going to have... Right before they did, I pull a fedora out from underneath the spikes, put it on my head, and then I oh, swipe Kai the Oh, make me a dexterity check then. Oh, you got it. Uh, boom, 15. Yes, you uh, you barely managed to to dive into the room, uh, reach out, grab your fedora, uh, and pull it in <laughs> at the last second. Pour the spikes slam all the way down to the ground, trapping you in your current room. So we're we're stuck in the teddy bear room. You are now stuck in the teddy bear room. All right, don't screw up this puzzle, guys. The sun is about to set on a quaint meadow hill overlooking a babbling brook. Autumn leaves flutter past from a large oak tree atop the hill. A wooden swing hangs from the tree, slowly swinging in the wind, and a pudgy yellow bear wearing a blood-stained shirt at the base of the tree, frantically jumping up and down, reaching toward a beehive hanging high above. We're in heaven. We did it. Wait, did you say the pudgy bear is wearing a blood-soaked shirt? Blood-stained shirt. Very different. Blood-stained. This is the weirdest Build-A-Bear I've ever been in. Can Can I just go up to the bear and lift him up? Oh, God. He's trying to get a beehive? Yeah, he's reaching up a beehive that's hang, uh, that's high above. Yeah, we need to help help that bear get his honey. So you walk up and you uh, pick up the the bear and uh, let him reach the honey. Yeah. Okay. The bear seems startled to see you. Hello. He says, "Oh, oh hi." But you pick him up and you start raising him up to the beehive, and he's able to grab onto it and starts feeding on the honey. He says, "Ooh, nom, nom, nom. he's just like nom 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 nom, nom chomping down <laughs> on it." Mm, nom, nom. This could only end well. Problem solved. We did it, guys. As he's eating the honey, he's getting really heavy. Why don't you make me a strength check, Gum Gum? Okay. Oh, God, is this bear going to go Akira on us? Nine. Dang. He's too 
heavy for you to continue to hold. You have to put him down. He, it's, it seems to you all like he's getting bigger. Oh, bother. <laughs> uh, mud, mud, mud uh, comes over and uh, tries to uh, add his, uh, his uh, big boy strength to the uh, endeavor. He is, he's tripled in size and he seems to have another kind of hunger in his eyes. Oh, no. There we go. <laughs> uh, that explains the blood. He turns and looks at you all, growls, and he rolls his initiative. Damn it. Oh, God, first fight. What? Thanks, uh, thanks for the teddy bear room there, uh, Mud. <laughs> Appreciate I, it. I, I like I like bears, okay? We could have just sat in that that creepy, weird, empty room for a little bit. Well, we would have been stuck in there. We would have, like, the, the spikes would have come down, and then we would have been stuck in an empty room and not been able to fix the puzzle. You're about to live inside a bear's stomach, so I hope you like him. <laughs> <laughs> Mud, mud rolls a 10 for initiative. Thank you. I got eight. 18. Bart got a 12. The bear's got a hunger in his eye, and he's looking at you. Kyborg, you're up first. What do you do? Oh. He's got blood on his shirt. Yeah, I pull out my longbow, and I take a shot. Go ahead and uh, make that attack roll. Chew, 18. You let your arrow fly, and it strikes two, striking the bear, doing how much damage? 11 damage. What? Really? That's what I pressed, 1d8 plus 4. Wow, your longbow is strong. Yeah, I'm a strong guy. What can I say? I don't know. I guess I have a great club that does d8 plus 3, so it's not much different. That's pretty beefy. That's amazing. The bear did not like that one bit, Kyborg. He looks at you, and he charges at you. The bear takes a swipe at you with his giant bear paw. It's my favorite pastry in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> he rolls a 19. Whoa. That's going to hit. Armor class is 17? Yeah, yeah. Yep. That is. He swipes at you doing... Please don't kill me. Please don't kill me. Hook up. <laughs> 11 points of damage. I'm on the brink Whoa. of death, guys. Then, after swatting at you with his paw, he uh, bares his teeth and tries to take a bite at you. I am already, already on my last leg. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a 21. He chomps down on you, doing six points of damage. Kyborg what? is dead. Kyborg is dead. Kyborg is not dead. <laughs> what are you at? I'm at, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at death save, bro. Yeah, you're at death saves. You're not dead. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Stop being dramatic. Is, stop. What is, I just, you just <laughs> saw a bear maul me to death right in front of you. And you guys, oh, this We saw him maul you, not to death, to near death. Okay. There's a difference. Mud. There's a bear that swatted at and put Kyborg in its mouth. Uh, what do you want to do about that? Laugh. <laughs> 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 I want to think about the choices that led us to this point. Mud would like to cast Entangle on this Teddy Ruxpin psychopath. Grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in 20-foot squares, starting from a point within range for the duration. These plants turn the ground the area into difficult terrain. Basically, they're restrained by the plants, and they have to make a strength check against my spell-saving DC to free themselves, which is 14. Mud points at the bear, and out from the ground beneath the bear, weeds and vines start sprouting almost like a jungle. Seems a little out of place for this uh, quaint meadow hill. but Well, a, a giant bear eating a, a cyborg is also out of place in this place. Hey. Bears live on meadow hills. I hate to break it to you. Bears, beads, Battlestar Galactica. There it is. The vines and everything, just and the weeds all start entangling and wrapping around the bear. 
Mud also uses his uh his movement action to like uh step back a bit from this bear. <laughs> he's, Give he's yourself like, a little bit of space. Yeah. He just Good saw job. the bear destroy this new friend of his or this new uh, co-worker of his and uh, is stepping back. Co-worker. Kyborg's on the ground, blood coming out of his mouth. He's watching a pool of blood just start to pour out onto the ground. And he's like, he's doing a status effect attack. When I shot him, he could be stabbing. Everybody needs to be stabbing this bear to death. <laughs> you guys are like, let's. Hey, do you guys hear anything? Do you guys hear anything? All I hear is the gurgling and 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 nothing else. I can't uh, hear words because there's, there's there's just a, there's a babbling brook. <laughs> I'd like to remind you, uh, Kyborg, that you are also entangled as well. <laughs> I've, I have secured uh, Kyborg. He is he's not going anywhere. Gum Gum, what do you think about all this? Gum Gum sprints in a rage that Kyborg has fallen. And yours, bear, bear, bad, bad, and then swings his great axe as hard. It jumps and swings it down on the bear, my man, right in his gut. The uh, raging wizard, classic D and D archetype. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, go ahead and make your attack roll on the bear here. Gandalf got mad sometimes, I gotta say. Yeah. Okay, roll the 21. Nice. Oh, nice. And then you're using your great axe, you said, so that's 1d12 plus 5. Damn. I rolled it right before if you want to use that one or if you want me to roll again. (laughs) That's a 14 if you want to do that one. Sure. So 14 plus 2 for your rage, so you do 16 points of damage. Gum Gum jumps into the air enraged and brings his axe down into the shoulder of the bear with his friend in its mouth and buries it deeply, doing 16 points of damage. The bear seems grievously wounded and is roaring in pain as it turns and looks at Gum Gum with rage in its eyes. Gum Gum roars back. (laughs) (laughs) Is it my turn? Bart, yes, it is your turn. Well, I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. I'm going to create a fake honey jar to float just out of reach of the bear to distract him. Oh. Smart. What kinds of things does this illusion make? Is it just visual or can it create sense as well? Uh, you could you create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for the duration. The illusion also ends if you dismiss it as an action or cast the spell again. So it's an image. Image of, of a giant honeypot. Do something that looks more delicious than Kyborg, please. <laughs> make an image of a honeypot with Kyborg inside of it. <laughs> Yeah, for my bonus action, I would like to cast Healing Word on Kyborg. Ooh, and what does that do? A creature of your choice that you could see within range regains hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spellcasting ability modifier. The spell has no effect or on undead or constructs. Ooh, so you do uh, Russell roll that d4? Bart, I love you. Four. Ooh, and your spell modifier is plus three, so Bart utters a secret healing word. What's the word? <laughs> Under their breath. What's the word? I want to know what love is. <laughs> I want you to show me. Kyborg finishes it. I want you to show me. <laughs> Kyborg's eyes slowly open as he regains seven hit points. So it is now actually Kyborg's turn. Oh, hey, whoa. What a, what a time we've been having. Okay, longbow. <laughs> Uh, no, first first things first, Kyborg, you need to make uh, a strength check. You are entangled in vines, and you fell asleep for some reason. You don't remember exactly what happened, but you, you've come to, and there's vines all around you. Climate change is crazy. 21. 
Oh, you, you break free of all the vines and you're able to freely move around again. There is a giant bear towering over you. You think it may have just hit you a little while ago. It seems distracted, like it's looking off in the other direction at the moment. And restrained by vines. Yes. First off, I dust myself off. Second, I move as far away from the bear <laughs> as humanly possible. My longbow has a range of 150 feet. I want to get minimum that far. How big is this room? Say about 60 by 60. Okay. Right. Well, half of that, 30, assuming he's in the middle. I get 30 feet away from this thing. And then I turn around and I pull out my bow and arrow. Roll a one, and I shit my pants. Sorry, that's a nine. <laughs> you try to knock and fire your bow, but for some reason, maybe you're still a little foggy from that quick nap you took. Your arrow goes wide, missing the bear. For all future, and we know there's going to be future times where Kyborg is going to be near death, we're just going to call it a, a little nap. <laughs> I'll wake up right, right as rain. Wake up! Grab a brush and put it back. Okay, so Kyborg's turn. So does the bear go now? He's going to try to see if he sees through your illusion here, Bart. Yeah, he's still distracted by that. Okay. Uh, he uh, will say he's going to go ahead and try to break out from these restraints anyway. To try to get the honey, obviously. Yeah, to try to get to the honey. Let's see if he can break out of the vines. No, <laughs> he is still entangled. That was a good call there, Mud. Mud Mud high fives, Bart. Yeah, roll for high five. Both of you make a dexterity five. check. Uh, that's a 19 on the high five. Six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too short. <laughs> Not the most graceful high five, but you managed to connect. You get one of those where like the tips of one person's fingers hit like the, the palm of another person's. Not, not quite a solid connection. But what you got to do is you, you got to look at the other person's elbow as you're going for a high five. And that will always make sure you get right. the, the perfect high five. So well, that's I just a little tip for the next time. Okay. Okay, I'm mate. Say, yeah, the size of your elbow is the size of my head. So this is going <laughs> to be very easy for me. Yeah, you got it. Okay. At this point, unbeknownst to you guys, you hadn't seen it, but another animal appears. Oh, God. On the meadow. No. A tiger leaps out from behind the tree. Oh, it's a kitty. It leaps out and attacks the bear. Oh, my God. That's the wonderful thing about tigers is they help you fight bears. Oh, my. <laughs> it tries to make a claw attack against the restrained bear. Connects. Doing. <laughs> are we, we going to be fighting like an owl and a rabbit next? <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, the, the tiger jumps out, takes a swipe at the restrained bear at its stomach, and the bloodstained shirt becomes even more bloodstained as the bear's intestines start to leak out and oh, falls over dead. Hooray. Mm. Is, is a, a kitty is, is a nice kitty. <laughs> the tiger looks at you, growls, and says, thank you. Oh. And then the entire room vanishes. Okay. <laughs> the room is left empty and made of stone. We did it. Gum Gum's size... I missed the bear. <laughs> <laughs> good job, good job, everybody. Love it. Did we, did we just fail another room? I don't, I don't know. Is it, is it anything happening? Don't. Is we gotta check the torches? Oh, the spikes. What's has how? What's the spike situation of the door? It looks like the spikes have retracted now that uh the bear has been defeated. Oh, all right, guys. Let's. Why don't we try one of those uh, another high fives? Yeah, that uh, a uh, four way one. Four. Yeah. <laughs> Four-way high five. Everyone roll a dex check. Dexterity. I rolled a seven. Nine. Twelve. Fifteen. Fourteen. Oh, everyone has a really solid high five. And Mud has kind of a mediocre one. That's okay. <laughs> you you taught okay. everyone and they, they've surpassed you in their knowledge. That's, They're all that's better fine. at it now. This I'm time. okay with that. This time, Gadget. 
So the, the spikes retracted, and mm-hmm. how? What's the torch situation like? Do y'all go? Out, I guess y'all leave the room. Yes, I'll I'll go first, right? Because I am the leader of the team. I don't think we've voted on that. Follow me, squad. The leader almost died in our first fight. I Got talk it. over. I talk <laughs> over mud. Follow me, squad. Team Force. <laughs> oh, uh, that's an inspiration die for Bart. Yay! Yay! Brand awareness. Squad Team Force reference. You leave the room, and yes, the torch is lit, as well as the fourth torch at the door at the end of the hallway. I turn to the group. It's lit, fam. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take my inspiration die now. I wish I could take away an inspiration die. I don't have one. Shall we go? Yeah, let's go. Uh, Should we not uh, check the plant room? The four torches are lit on the the door. Bart's a bit of a completionist. (laughs) (laughs) you want to just peek in and see what's in there no now i don't know if i should (laughs) (laughs) bart opens the plant door the entire room reset all the torches turn off the spikes continue to lower slam down on gum gum he's dead permanently (laughs) everyone roll new characters everyone roll new (laughs) characters Yeah, it's it's up to you, mate. If you if you need to, if it's going to bother you that we don't look at the plant, we can look in the plant room. Uh, let's let's go there on our way out. Okay, okay. So y'all head up to that uh, final door. Uh, it's a like I said, it's a big door with four torches, which are now lit around it. And I want to reach for the door with my robot arm. Kyborg reaches for the door. It's unlocked. Do you open it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Twinkling candlelight from a cobwebbed chandelier casts long shadows across blackened stone walls. Rickety shelves and dusty benches line the room, stocked with copious tools, glass containers, and half-baked experiments. Dead ahead in the distance is a long conveyor belt running along the center of the room leading into murky darkness. Laying atop the belt are two small creatures with bags over their heads, each bound in chains. Oh. Gum Gum just sprints towards them. Oh, perception check, bro. <laughs> nope, that ain't the that ain't the gum gum way, dude. <laughs> gum gum dashes forward into the room, but suddenly rusty gears beneath the conveyor belt roar to life, and a faint monotone laugh echoes in the air. Everyone, roll initiative. Oh. All right, thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Make sure you engage on social media, tell a friend, follow us at Stinky Dragon Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, if you like the show, tweet about it using the hashtag Stinky Dragon Pod, and we might choose you to be a character in the show. Uh, we're gonna be back next week with another episode, so make sure you follow us on Rooster Teeth or wherever you get podcasts.